Hello everyone, and welcome to the Commander's Forge. My name is Andy Bentley, and the Commander's Forge is an area for me to talk about magic, commander, and basically anything else that I want to, as I try and bring mental health back into gaming. Now, this week, I wanted to talk about brewing, brewing decks, because I was sitting at my desk and I was looking at a commander that I just didn't get to work for me, and I was like, can I make this work for me? And so as I was sitting there and I was looking at it and I was kind of pulling the deck apart and then looking through some boxes and I, I just kind of, I just kind of get into this headspace of it didn't work this way. Can I make it work another way? And to that point, I did rebuild that commander and it's not terribly different from the original deck list it just changed out like 20 cards so do you call that reworking it or would you call that just an upgrade i don't see i i don't know but i guess what i kind of wanted to talk about is how often do we sit down with a deck that we've played and decide this isn't working and then you kind of kick it to that question of can I salvage this or is it time to bite the bullet and just disassemble it and send pieces to other decks and this question really is for brewers because well most brewers tend to have many decks like well, myself, I have over 30 decks right now. It just, it's what I do. Like when I'm bored, I will open a box of magic cards and just start looking through it to see what it, what's in there. It's kind of like my, my comfort zone when I'm feeling a little overwhelmed is to just kind of get magic cards in my hands and, and feel them. I, don't really have a better way to say that I guess uh, there are times where I will literally just shuffle a deck because I need something to take something out of my mind or I'll goldfish a deck because I'm just I'm sitting at my desk and nothing is popping into my head about oh, this is what I need to talk about, or this is what I need to do for here. It helps me clear my mind. And I don't know if that's because, you know, in my head, I'm like sitting there, but I'm imagining playing against three other players. Or because I'm like, if this was the optimal, nobody's messing with my stuff and I don't have to worry about other people's stuff this is the optimal gameplay. I don't know. Either way, it just kind of helps me focus. But yeah, 
so uh actually the second half of this podcast or whatever the second part ends up being uh, i'm going to be going over uh the new sir gwen deck that i essentially put together two days ago from my original one but yeah so i'll see you in a minute hey i just want to take a minute to tell you about my patreon i know times are hard for everybody and i know it isn't easy to shuffle around bills and stuff believe me i know that but if you would like to help support the podcast and me you can find the links to my patreon in my link tree which is always put into the description of either the video or the audio wherever you're listening to it it would really mean the world to me honestly i'm just struggling to make ends meet most weeks but that's it that's all if you want to help the links will be where you can find them and welcome back now as promised we are going to take a quick look at sir gwen hero of ashvale i originally built this deck uh, about a year and a half ago maybe give or take I played it a few times, it, it underperformed a lot, and it's just kind of been sitting, so I finally grabbed it and said, you know what, let's, let's just do something with you. So, Sir Gwen is a 5-5 human knight for 3 red, white, black. She has Vigilance and Menace, and whenever a an equipped creature you control attacks, you draw a card and lose one life. And equipment you control has equip knight for zero. So that means any knight we have can be equipped for free as long as she is on the battlefield. Uh, I know some people uh, take a heavy, heavy look into equipment. I did not. I'm only running eight. Uh, Swiftfoot Boots, Ember Cleave, Sword of Vengeance... Black Blade Reforged, uh, Steel Claw Lance, Dark Steel Plate, Heirloom Blade, and Sigiled Sword of Valeron. Mainly because I wanted to focus a little more on the creature side of things. Which was partially the original idea for the deck came from uh, in Magic's history they've had like Enemy knights, I guess, would be the best way to put it. Uh, things like uh, Black Knight, which is a human knight for 2-2 for Black Black. It has First Strike and Protection from White, which is the opposite of White Knight, which is a 2-2 human knight for White White with First Strike and Protection from Black. And this has continued several times throughout Magic's history. We have things like Knight of Glory, which is a 2-1 human knight for one and a white with protection from black and exalted. And Knight of Infamy, which is a 2-1 human knight for one and a black with protection from white and exalted. Uh, I do not have the opposite side of Defender of Chaos, but Defender of Chaos is 2 and a red for a 2-1 I believe it's a human knight, but it's an old card, so I'd have to look up the errata. Uh, 
It has protection from white, and you may play Defender of Chaos anytime you can play an instant, so it's just old-school flash. But then we have Blood Knight, which is a 2-2 Human Knight for red-red. It has First Strike and protection from white. And then we have Silver Knight, which is a 2-2 for white-white. Human Knight, First Strike, protection from red. That was the the basis for the deck, where it's just like cheap, uh, efficient creatures that you know might be able to sneak in damage. Uh, but then there's also a bunch of knights that just kind of help you get damage through. Uh, things like Benalish Marshal, uh, three three human knight for white white white. Other creatures you control get plus one plus one, or Kinsbale Cavalier is a 2-2 Kithkin Knight for 3 and a white, but knight creatures you control have double strike. Inspiring Veteran is a 2-2 Human Knight for a red and a white. Other knights you control get plus 1 plus 1. Uh, Ashenmore Liege is a 4-1 Elemental Knight for 1 and then 3 Hybrid Rakdos. It says other black creatures you control get plus one plus one. Other red creatures you control get plus one plus one. And whenever Ashenmore leads becomes this target of a spell or ability an opponent controls, that player loses four life. Uh, Valiant Knight is a three four human knight for three and a white. With other knights you control get plus one plus one, but also says for three white white knights you control get double strike until end of turn. <laughs> Knight Exemplar is a 2-2 Human Knight for 1 White White. Uh, she has First Strike, and other Knight creatures you control get plus 1 plus 1 and Indestructible. And then we are running one Honorary Non-Knight, which is something that tends to happen in my uh, creature type based decks. And that's a Species Specialist. It's a 2-3 human warrior for 2 black black. As species specialist enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Whenever a creature of the chosen type dies, you may draw a card. So he's just a little extra card draw in the deck. Especially since people are going to be killing knights. This is, this is what's going to happen. Now... That's just the the creatures. One of the uh, the things this deck was missing, or missing a lot of, was removal. Uh, so I realized that we got some fairly good removal in you know the last year or so. Things like uh, Vanishing Verse. It's an instant for a white and a black to exile a monocolored permanent. We have Dire Tactics, which is an instant for a white and a black that exiles a target creature. If you don't control a human, you lose life equal to that creature's toughness. Uh, like 98% of our creatures are humans. Uh, closing Statement is an instant for three, a white and a black, but the spell costs two less to cast during your end step. Destroy target creature or planeswalker you don't control. Put a plus one plus one counter on up to one target creature you control. Uh, good old Anguish Unmaking, instant, one white black, 
Exile target, non-land permanent, you lose three life. And Fracture. A white and a black. Instant. Destroy target artifact, enchantment, or planeswalker. Now, as far as removal goes, I also kind of leaned into the whole uh, tribally thing, but not necessarily just for removal. And removal for that, we do have Kindred Dominance. It's a sorcery for 5 black black. Choose a creature type, destroy all creatures that aren't of the chosen type. Uh, but some of the newer stuff we've added is Haunting Voyage. Sorcery for a 4 black black. Choose a creature type, return up to 2 creature cards of that type from your graveyard to the battlefield. But it has a foretell cost for 5 black black, which you foretell it by paying 2 generic first. And the reason the foretell here is more than the regular one is it returns all of those creature cards of that type from your graveyard to the battlefield. Uh, Knight's Charge was an enchantment for one, a white and a black, and whenever a knight you control attacks, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. You can also pay six, a white and a black, to sacrifice it and return all knight creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. Uh, History of Benalia is a saga for one white white. The first two chapters are create a 2-2 white knight creature token with vigilance. And the third one is knights you control get plus two plus one until end of turn. And then we have the circle of loyalty. Uh, for white white legendary artifact. This spell costs one less to cast for each knight you control. Creatures you control get plus one plus one. Whenever you cast a legendary spell create a 2-2 white knight creature token with vigilance and you can pay three a white and tap it to create a 2-2 knight token with vigilance now i do not have many legendary creatures left in the deck essentially i only have two but the fact that i basically always get to play this for white white and it's an anthem that i can use to make tokens if I don't have anything better to do. I, I originally had passed up on it because I didn't know if I could make it fit. And then uh, something that I've always kind of wanted to throw into decks a lot is Gleam of Battle. It's an enchantment for four, a red and a white. And it says whenever a creature you control attacks, you put a plus one plus one counter on it. Just nice and simple. And then I kind of want to close this out with a couple of uh, utility artifacts. The first one being uh, Strixhaven Stadium. It's a three-mana artifact that you can tap to add a colorless. And then you put a point counter on Strixhaven Stadium. Whenever a creature deals combat damage to you, you remove a point counter from Strixhaven Stadium. And whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to an opponent, put a point counter on Strixhaven Stadium. Then, if it has 10 or more point counters on it, remove them all, and that player loses the game. So, it's just a way to uh, take out opponents if 
were left unchecked. And it also just happens to be a mana rock. Uh, after that, we have the Immortal Sun. Six mana, legendary artifact. Players can't activate Planeswalker's loyalty abilities. We are not running any. At the beginning of your draw step, draw an additional card. Always nice. Spells you cast cost one less to cast. I do realize there are a lot of spells in here that do not have generic mana cost, but there are a bunch that do. And then creatures you control get plus one, plus one. Fairly self-explanatory. Much like this last one. A Chroma's Memorial. Seven mana. Legendary artifact. Creatures you control have flying, first strike, vigilance, trample, haste, protection from black, and protection from red. Yeah. That's, uh... That's, like, my new take on Sir Gwen. And I'm hoping to get a game in soon. Well, yeah, I think that'll do it for this week, and, uh... I'll see you next week. Okay, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Now, our music that we use is used with permission from my friends Ian Foss and Cody Malby from their band The Crypt. My logo, which has now changed, used to be by Nate and Erica Jacobs, is now by Christina McNoll. Thank you, and have a good one.